Amen, 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 amen. God bless everyone. Welcome to Lightway Church of God in Christ Sunday broadcast. My name is Lady Janetta Yaboa. We are under the leadership of Pastor Daniel Yaboa. And this morning we are in um, for a powerful word of the Lord today. Um, it is called the pivot, the pivot. Have you ever been in a situation and it is just not working out? Oh, glory be to God. Something is frustrating you. It seems like nothing is working. It is now then time for a pivot. And at this time, we are going to open up in prayer before we dive into the word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word that is going forth this morning, Father. We ask that you anoint the words that are coming out of my mouth. Father, we thank you for the signs and the wonders that are taking place in the lives of your people. Oh, Father, that I believe in you for transformation, that I believe in you for breakthrough, Father. We thank you for the divine shift. We thank you for the divine pivot that is taking place in their lives. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise for what you're doing in the lives of your people. We counter every distraction. We counsel every hindrance of the enemy that has been assigned, Father, to distract your people from receiving this word. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. As I mentioned, we are going forth with a series. Oh, glory be to God. It's called The Pivot. This is going to be an amazing series because as I was going forth in, in study one day, the Lord began to share that he desires that his people begin to pivot in this season. A lot of our basketball um, players know what pivot is. That means you change the direction. And so we are going to be looking at the pivot. We have prayed ourselves in and now we're going to go forth with the word of the Lord. Exodus um, 14 verses 10 through 12. It says, as Pharaoh approached the Israelites, looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them. They were very frightened. So the Israelites cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us to die in the wilderness? What is this that you have done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Did we not say to you in Egypt, leave us alone and let us serve the Egyptians? For it would be better for us to serve the Egyptians as slaves than to die in the wilderness. My God, this was the children of Israelites speaking. Hallelujah. And we are talking about the pivot today. We are talking about the pivot. Glory be to God. Because in order to pivot, you need to move away from your previous way of doing things and begin to operate in a transformed mind. Begin to operate in a transformed mind because your previous way of thinking, your previous way of doing things, the previous way in which you were going did not work out. Glory be to God. So in order to go forth today, we got to know what is pivot? What is the definition of pivot? The pivot is a dramatic change in policy, uh, a dramatic change in position or strategy. Um, for our sports players out there, a pivot is when the ball handler is allowed to pivot without dribbling. You're changing your direction in which you were once going. But I want to focus on the pivot in which you change your strategy or you change your position in which you were once going. 
So you were once going this way, glory be to God, but the pivot is when you begin to go this way. Have you ever felt that what you were doing just simply, it wasn't working out? Have you ever felt that something was missing? The harder you tried, the more things just begin to collapse and frustrate you. Many times when this happens, um, a couple of things may happen. One, you may develop anxiety or depression due to your current situation. Your current situation will become louder than the power of God in your life. I'll say that one more time. Your current situation will become louder than the power of God in your life. The more powerful than I am that I am, more powerful than God declaring to you that every crooked path shall be made straight. Your situation is louder than the power of God in your life. And when this happens, you must know that it is of the devil. Why is it of the devil? Because the Bible says that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of what? But of power, love, and a sound mind. Therefore, when a spirit of fear, anxiety, when the fear, the, the spirit of overwhelming begins to, to come at you, you must check it at the door. And what do I mean by this? You know, if for the, for the, um, see, and saints, amen, our parents out there, if a young child comes into your house and begins to bump you and walk past you, you begin to check them at the door. You begin to say, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? You're going to walk past me without greeting me? You're going to walk past me without acknowledging me? That is the same thing you do when a spirit of fear, overwhelming anxiety begin to come upon you. You begin to check it at the door. What are you doing here? You begin to cast that spirit of fear out in the name of Jesus. You begin to cast that spirit of overwhelming in the name of Jesus. What also may happen is you may feel like throwing in the towel. Yes, I said it. You may feel like throwing in the towel. You have tried this, you have tried that, and nothing is working. You are just simply overwhelmed. And you know, to be transparent, Peter may have felt that way. Before Jesus was crucified, he pulled his disciples, his followers, his crew to the side and said, you know what? I'm going to be leaving you, but um, I'm going to come back for you. I'm, I'm preparing a place for you right now. And so it goes to the process where Jesus was crucified and he was resurrected and it was just so much going on. And he appeared afterwards um, to a few of his disciples. And, you know, I believe that Peter was just overwhelmed. Peter was like, this is just, this is just too much for me. You know, because Peter, you know, he was a, a rider. He loved to be around Jesus. He, he put everything aside to be with his, 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 um, his master, his teacher, you know, and all these things that was going on, it was overwhelming to Peter. And so, you know, one day he said, you know what? I'm going to go fishing. Th that's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go fishing. I'm a little bit overwhelmed. And, um, Peter went back to what gave him pleasure. He went back to what was going on. And at the moment it was just too much for Peter to grasp. And there is going to be times in the Christian life um, that you are going to have those head scratching moments. You're going to have those times where you're going to hit a bump in the road. And many people tend to think that once you become a Christian, you don't have obstacles. You don't have challenges. But 
I beg to defer. You will have challenges in life, but you have to know that you have the power and authority to speak to challenges and obstacles that may come to you. Oh, glory be to God. That is why you have to fight the good fight of faith. The Bible declares in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and 12, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Saints of God, my brother, my sister, I know what you're going through is devastating. I know what you're going through is rough. Do not throw in the towel. Glory be to God. You have tried everything. You have tried this. You have consulted with your friends and family. At one point, you attempted to put it into the hands of God, but you took it out. Oh, because God was not moving fast enough for you. Oh, glory be to God. But it is time to try God right now. Glory be to God. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 7, cast all your anxieties upon him for he careth for you. It is time to cast that situation and place it into the hands of the Lord and take your hand off of it and wait for his instruction. Wait for his guidance. I don't care what you're going through in life. There's no situation too hard for God to deal with. That marriage, that relationship, your destiny, whatever you believe in God to do in your life, don't throw in the towel. Give it to the Lord. Oh, glory be to God. The Bible says that God will never put more on us than we can bear. Oh, hallelujah. Therefore, when it seems that we are all alone, when it seems that God has grew distant from us, we have to look at the position of our feet. Yes, we have to look at our position of our feet because possibly we, we may have walked away from the Lord. Oh, glory be to God. We may have walked away from the Lord. Our situation may cost us to be be so overwhelmed, so overburdened that we have walked away from the Lord. You need to look at the condition of your heart. You need to see whether your condition, your situation, your challenge, your circumstance has caused you to grow cold concerning the things of God, has caused you to isolate yourself from God. And if that is the case, you need to draw nigh back onto the Lord. You need to get that situation back onto the Lord. Or you know you may feel like there is no hope. I have a question for you. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Glory be to God. The Bible declares in Psalm 42 verses 5 through 6, it says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him. Oh, glory be to God, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan. Hallelujah. When you are in this situation, you need to put your trust in the Lord and not in man. Man will disappoint you, but God will lead you to victory. Hallelujah. Man will disappoint you, but God will lead you to breakthrough. Hallelujah. There's no situation too hard for the Lord to begin to transform. Therefore, we have to put our hope in God and receive the mind of God concerning our situation. This is where the pivot comes in because what you were once doing 
doing is no longer working. Therefore, once you sit at the feet of God, once you draw nigh unto the Lord and receive the mind of God concerning that situation, you will be able to pivot and change the way that you were going. Glory be to God. And you might have some aha moments. The aha moments in which you're referencing to you have discovered something. You have identified, yes, what I'm doing is not working. And therefore something sparks on the inside of you and begins to cry out for change. Something on the inside of you begins to say, there must be something better. There's something on the inside of you that begins to say, what I am doing is not working. And this is a divine revelation. This is the point where you begin to pivot. Oh, glory be to God. And doing this pivot, you're not turning towards psychics. You're not turning towards fortune tellers. You're not turning towards family or friends, but you are turning towards God. You're turning towards God. The Bible says in Proverbs 3 and 6, in all your ways, acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. So as you pivot and receive the mind of God, as you begin to go in the right direction concerning the things that God is trying to do in your life, he will direct your path. He will make sure that every crooked road, every crooked path becomes straight. This is so good, my God. So as you pivot, you are moving towards God and not to other things, not to drugs, not to alcohol, not to other religions, but you are moving towards the most high God, King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. And you begin to acknowledge him and recognize that he is your source. Oh, hallelujah. He is your strength and he is directing your path. So pivoting is when you turn yourself towards God, which requires full repentance if you're going the wrong way, my God. And, and re repentance is a call to people to make a radical turn from one way of life to another. Repentance is simply returning back onto the Lord. The Bible says in Isaiah 55, verses 6 through 7, Turn to the Lord, he can still be found. Call out to God, he is near. Give up your crooked ways and your evil thoughts. Return to the Lord our God. He will be merciful unto you, merciful and forgive your sins. So as you repent, you're turning back to the Lord and the Bible says he will be, be he will be merciful and he will forgive your sins. So the pivot comes when there's a challenge. Oh, we're getting good now. Yes, the pivot comes when there's an obstacle. And if we can be honest, many people don't like challenges. And we try to find the easy way out. If you have a challenge and you're looking at the time frame that you have to resolve this obstacle, if it's going to take a longer route, if it's going to be time consuming, you will try to find a way around it. You see, when we're stuck in a place of comfort, we're walking in a state of blindness because we really aren't aware that we're content in our current condition of being in bondage and in captivity. 
My God, therefore God will have to send a situation across our path to make us uncomfortable. He will have to send someone across our path to let us know that what we're in is really bondage and captivity to bring awareness to us that something needs to change. And when this happens, some people don't like it when they are checked about their current situation because guess what? They are comfortable. They are content. Glory be to God. And they don't want to change. Glory be to God. But if there was never a dilemma, if there was never a challenge or a problem, we will never have the discovery needs to change. This is a good part, good time right here to begin to make a declaration concerning your life, concerning your destiny, concerning your relationships. Oh, something needs to change. Begin to utter that out your mouth today, that something needs to change. Yes, something needs to change in your life. Something, it needs to change in your finances. Something, it needs to change in your relationships. Something needs to change in the way that you are perceiving things. Glory be to God. Therefore, a pivot is needed. You know, have you ever had the opportunity to be around a family member um, that wants to cook their award-winning recipe? It could be a chili. And you know, they are just bragging about this chili and you taste the chili and in your mind you begin to say, they have been deceived. Someone has lied to them because this chili is not good. And therefore you begin to tell them something is missing in this recipe. That is your way of saying something has got to change with this recipe. You need to pivot whatever you're doing, whatever you have once done, it needs to change because this recipe right here is not working. Oh my goodness. And that is why I say in every situation, whether good or bad, there is something God wants you to become present to. There's something in that moment that God want you to realize. That's why challenges, it causes us to pivot. Challenges cause us to pivot. And this is what happened with the children of Israel. They were in bondage and in captivity under Pharaoh. And they were content with their limited freedom. Glory be to God. You may ask, why would I say that they were content? As they were on their journey to the promised land, might I add free? not in bondage under Pharaoh, they began to complain. They began to say where they came from was much better. So they were beginning, they had the audacity to utter, now that they are free, no limitations, no restrictions. Oh, glory be to God. Nothing holding them down from being their best them. Being Going back to where they were was much better than what they were doing right now. My goodness. And they began to complain because they didn't want to have to worry about the obstacle. They didn't want to address what they were addressing now as Pharaoh is coming after them with their men. So he, they, they were content with their limited mindset and they began to cry out, murmur, and complain. Glory be to God. But they were not not prepared for the mighty thing that God was yet about to do again in their lives. So before all this began, 
God being all-knowing heard the secret cry of the people on the inside and therefore he handpicked a servant, a vessel that he knew that would be qualified to go forth and act on his behalf. But And that vessel was Moses. But before he can send Moses out, he had to begin to address the perception of what Moses thought of himself. Oh my goodness. Genesis 1 and 27, it says, so God created mankind in his own image and the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We are made in the image of God. Oh, this is so good. And so here Moses was having a divine encounter with God. I am that I am, who he was made in the image of. And he began to think of every reason why he couldn't pivot. Does that sound like you today? God has put something in your spirit. God is challenging you to step up to the plate. God is calling you forth and you are really quick to think of every reason of why you can't do this thing. Oh my goodness. And when this happens, when the request for the pivoting occurs, the natural mind will begin to reason, begin to bargain and try to resist the newness of what God is doing in your life. And therefore Moses decided to say, well, God, I'm a stutterer. And Moses didn't think he was qualified to go forth and speak unto Pharaoh. But how many of you know that God does not call you from where you are, but he is calling you to where you are going? My God. And so this pivot was not essential only for Moses, but it was essential for the children of Israel to walk into their freedom. My goodness. And there's someone watching today. God is trying to, to pivot you, but you're coming up with every reason why you cannot pivot. Mm -mm -mm. But when you pivot, as we mentioned earlier, you're not pivoting towards your own ability. You're not pivoting towards your gifts and your talents. You're not pivoting towards what you're good at, but you're pivoting towards God to receive the mind of God concerning what he wants to do in your life. Therefore, when you pivot, you have to begin to declare as Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Jesus Christ that strengthens me. So you're not pivoting by your own power. You're not pivoting towards yourself, but you're pivoting towards God. That is why it is so important that we walk in a renewed mind. That is why it's so important that we walk in a renewed mind. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 and 2, and be not conformed to this world, but what? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Oh my goodness. So as God is preparing to shift and pivot you, you have to separate yourself from your previous way of thinking. Oh my goodness, that is so good. I'll say that one more time. As God is preparing to shift you and pivot you, you have to separate yourself from your previous way of thinking. When doubt and fear, anxiety, overwhelming begin to rise, you have to shift your way of thinking. Philippians 4 and 8, it says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are 
honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. This is good. I'll say that one more time. Let me read this scripture again. Philippians 4 and 8. Somebody did not catch that because when the thoughts come in, you allow them to invade your brain. But glory be to God, the Bible is saying, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. That means you cannot continue to operate in your previous way of thinking. Glory be to God. And therefore, once God dealt with the matters of the heart of Moses and how he perceived himself, he was able to go forth with the instructions. Now, remember, God does not call us from where we are now, but he calls us to where we are going. He knows who he has called you to be, and that is why he has made the appearance. That is why he has made the call for you. Glory be to God. And God was calling Moses to pivot, hallelujah, to lead the children of Israel out of bondage. They needed to pivot as well into a place of a new being, hallelujah, and existing. And if you have time, I want you to read the book of Exodus and see and understand what I am talking about in, in reference to the call of Moses initially and the mindset of the children of Israel as God was trying to free them. Glory be to God. And so here, the children of Israel, I say, they're a peculiar people. You know, they fuss and they complained at Moses for being the vessel of God, um, that God was assigning to bring them into freedom. But they were accusing Moses of trying to kill them during the process. And meanwhile, meanwhile, they are free. Meanwhile, they're no longer in slavery. Could it be that once they were free, they could not perceive that? That they were really free. They were still in their previous way of thinking. And I believe the children of Israel had an issue with spiritual authority to the point that they couldn't seek God for themselves, but prepared, preferred a middleman to, to relay the messages. But yet the messenger of God, they decided to speak to any kind of way. You know, the book of, of Exodus chapter 18 through 20 it says, the people trembled with fear when they heard the thunder and the trumpet and saw the lightning and the smoke coming from the mountain. They stood a long way off and said to Moses, if you speak to us, we will listen, but don't let God speak to us or we will die. Don't be afraid, Moses replied. God has only come to test you so that by obeying him, you won't sin. This is why it's so important as you are pivoting, you have a personal relationship with God. It was so noticeable when Moses had been in the presence of God. And as you allow yourself to pivot and enter in the presence of God, it is going to become noticeable to people around you. People are going to notice there is something different about you. Glory be to God. But time after time after time after time, God showed himself faithful unto the children of Israel, but they were still ungrateful. 
Saints of God, it is time to make a pivot. It is time to make a pivot and move towards God today. Begin to move towards God and allow the word of God to begin to transform your mind, your way of being, your, your way of thinking, and meditate upon the word of God by turning it over and over and over again. You know, when your battery in the car isn't working, um, well, for me, I tend to keep on trying, amen? But that is the same thing it is with the word of God. You got to keep on rolling that word over and over and over again hallelujah as a man thinketh in his heart so is he as that word begins to penetrate within you as the request and the demand to pivot you will know you can do all things through jesus christ that strengthens you so as god is calling you to pivot i don't care if you are afraid you begin to pivot afraid and know that god is with you he will never leave you nor forsake you that everything you need to pivot everything you need to move forward into this season god God has equipped you with. Oh, hallelujah. And he is not leaving you to do it alone because he is the one that has called you. And therefore, he who calls equips. My goodness, I'll say that one more time. He who calls equips. God desires to do a mighty work in your life. He desires you to be that vessel of light in your community, in your family, in the nations, wherever he is calling you to. But first, in order for him to use you, you must pivot. And then he must deal with the way that you perceive yourself. Hallelujah. So that he can move forth in you. Glory be to God. Pivot. Yes, it is time to pivot. There's someone watching today and you're saying, I want to pivot. I want to pivot with all of my heart, but I just can't. Okay. See now we got to address the can't part because you have to watch the words that come out of your mouth. The Bible says I can do all things through Jesus Christ that strengthens you. Hallelujah. So you have to begin to watch the words that are coming out of your mouth so that they will not bring manifestation physically upon you so that you will not be able to pivot. Let me pray with you today. Heavenly Father, I commit your people into your hands, Father, this morning. Father, we thank you for the pivot that is taking place in their lives, Father. We thank you that even as they grab a hold of your, your word, Father, your word is piercing through perceptions, Father. Your word is piercing through thoughts and limitations and challenges that have held them in bondage and in captivity. But Father, we thank you that even as your people pivot in this season, you're doing something supernatural and divine in their lives, Father. We thank you that even as they pivot, oh Father, you're doing something mighty and doing something beyond their wildest imagination. Father, we thank you for strength. We thank you for a sound mind. We thank you for boldness, Father, for your people to move forth as they begin to pivot towards you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I pray you have been blessed by this broadcast, but we cannot end this broadcast without allowing you the opportunity to receive the Lord as your personal Savior. Glory be to God. You know, you never know when is your last breath on this earth. Glory be to God. You know, I think about my mother, the late sister, Mama Betty Young, you know, and the night that she passed away, the morning actually, she was laying on the bed and the Lord took her breath. 
Do you know when the Lord will take your last breath? Do you know when he takes your last breath? Where will you be? Hallelujah. Where will you be if something happens? Will you be in heaven or will you be in hell? Do you know where you will spend your eternity? Glory be to God. I want to pray with you today. I want you to receive the Lord as your personal Savior. If you have strayed away from the Lord, now it's time to come back onto the Lord and receive him as your Lord and personal Savior. I want you to repeat after me this morning. Dear Jesus... I thank you for dying on the cross to save me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart. Take out anything in my life that is not of you. And I will serve you, Lord, for the rest of my life. Glory be to God. You are saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now that you are saved, hallelujah, you need to pick up your Bible, your smartphone, hallelujah, your computer, and go to the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, hallelujah, to find out more about this Jesus, how amazing he is. Oh, glory be to God. And begin to familiarize yourself with the scriptures. Hallelujah. Well, I pray once again you have been blessed by this word. It is time to give. Hallelujah. God, the Bible's, you know what? The Bible says in Luke chapter 6 and 38, give and it shall be given unto you what? Good measure, press down, running together, shall men give unto your bosom. It is time to give, hallelujah. It is time to give as a cheerful giver. If you believe in God to pivot you in this season, go ahead and place that seed on that need. Say, God, I am believing you to pivot me in this season. God, I'm believing you to change my way of thinking. Glory be to God. My way of talking. I'm believing you to shift Oh, everything about my life. Go ahead and place that seed on that need. You can go to lightweightchurch.com and there you can sow your seed or you can go text to give. And the number to um, text is 833-901-2082. 833-901-2082. And as you um, are giving, you begin to speak over that seed and let us pray over the seeds as you're going forth with your offering. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the offering that is going forth in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that the seeds that your saints are planting, Father. We thank you for divine transformation in their lives, Father. We thank you for breathing upon this seed in the name of Jesus, causing transformation, causing a divine pivot, a divine shift to take place place in their lives. Father, we thank you that even as they plant this seed, they shall receive 100 fold in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. You know, and if this is your first time watching Lightweight Church of God in Christ um, broadcast, we pray you were blessed. Go ahead and join us on our prayer line. We meet Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And the number we call is 515-603-5632. 515-603-5632. 
five, six, three, two. As you come, come with the spirit of expectation. Amen. Come and be, um, prepare to activate your faith and prepare to put that situation you are facing. Oh, hallelujah. And give it to the Lord in prayer because prayer changes things. Well, amen, amen. I am Lady Janetta Yaboa signing off. We pray you will have a blessed, prosperous, successful week. And as you prepare to allow yourself to pivot, God will do divine and mighty things in your life. I will see you next week, same time here on Facebook Live. God bless you and be blessed. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Media team, if you can go ahead. Amen.